You're listening to the message podcast of High Ridge Church Longview, where our vision is to help you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and ultimately make a difference. We are so glad that you're here, and we pray that this message impacts your life as you apply the spiritual truths from God's Word in practical ways. Let's listen in. Well, good morning. I'm glad you made it. Grab your Bibles, if you would. Daniel chapter 10 is where we're going to get started at. I think God has something special in store for you as we dig into his word. It's gonna be good. Daniel chapter 10. I wanna remind you of a couple of things. Uh, Number one, like this is, this is kind of like shark week around here. This is discover week and it's, it's a special time because this is a, this is not just church as normal. This is not business as usual. This is prayer and fasting week. This is the week where we get to hear the heart of God. We get direction. We get some wisdom. Uh, we get some nuggets from the Lord that perhaps we can't get at any other time in the year. And so this is not going to just be a normal message today, but this is um, to hopefully set you up to go deeper with God than you've ever been. And I want to just, just pose that out there as a question to you. What could this year look like if you heard from the Lord and you didn't spend the year wasting time doing things that didn't matter? But if you were on mission doing exactly what God had called you to do. You see, one of the things that we, that we preach at this church, one of the foundations and the principles that we do everything in our church by is by you understanding your purpose. I believe God has ordained a purpose for you. Now, the worst thing that I can do as a pastor is to tell you that God has a purpose for your life and then never tell you how to receive that, how to figure it out. And so Discover Week is perhaps the single greatest week for you to discover the purpose that God has for you, maybe more than any other week. It's a big deal. So Daniel chapter 10. We'll get started there today. And I want to draw your attention to, um, if, 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 you're a, if you're a Bible reader, and I hope that you are, Daniel 10, 11, and 12 are kind of where the Lord has set my focus this week. And I want to show you how uh, how. how powerful and how clear um, the words that Daniel gets uh, about the end times kind of show up in in, in these next three chapters. And um, as a matter of fact, if if you've ever read the book of Revelations or if you want to know about end times, if you're looking at how things wrap up on this planet, uh, the book of Revelations gets really, really crazy. It's a lot of symbolism and, and, and types and shadows and, and reference to other places. And so it's really, really difficult to understand. Uh, but in Daniel, God speaks to Daniel more clearly than he even speaks to John who writes the book of Revelation. God speaks very clearly about end times. Daniel chapter 12 is perhaps the most clear and concise view of what's going to happen at the end of all things than anywhere else in the Bible. Daniel gets clarity. Daniel discovers so much about the future and he does it with such clarity that I believe that there are some things that Daniel does that prepares him, that enables him to be able to understand the deep things of God. And those are the things I want to talk to you about today. God wants to speak to you clearly. He wants you to understand what he's called you to do. He wants you to be able to walk in his ways, to operate in the gifts that he has for you. Your life is not just uh, collecting a few toys, making a few, uh, a few dollars until, you, until they put you in the ground. Your life is more than that. God has a purpose for you, and God wants to speak to you clearly about that purpose. This week is all about discovering how to figure that out. It's discovery week, and so I want to show you how to do that. Daniel chapter 10, uh, let me just give you a quick background. So Daniel has had this vision about the end times. He has uh, all these things going on in his mind, and 
He, he, remember, he's living as a captive in Babylon. So this is the children of Israel that have gone into captivity because of disobedience and sin, and he's having to spend his whole life living as a stranger in a foreign land. And there's pressure and anxiety as he's called to leadership of his people in the midst of, of difficult times. But as he has this vision, his, his, his pressure and anxieties, the worries and the concerns, he does something with those that no one else does. And he receives something from God that no one else gets. And I want to show you how he does that. So as he's fasting and as he's praying, as he's taking his worries and fears and carries and, 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 and concerns to the Lord, uh, the Bible says that an angel shows up. And the angel tells him, it's been 21 days since you first started praying. And it's taken me 21 days to fight through all the spiritual warfare that's happening around you to get this word to you. But the Lord heard your prayer and wants to help you have clarity about what you're seeing and what you're feeling. I could use some of that right now. Could you? So let's pick this up, if you would, in Daniel chapter 10, starting in verse 8. Daniel says, so I was left alone to see this grand vision, and I had no strength left in me. You ever been there? He says, my face turned deathly pale, and I was helpless. As I listened to his words, this is the angel speaking to him. He says, I fainted face down on the ground, and then a hand touched me and made my hands and knees shake. The man said to me, Daniel, you are highly respected. Pay attention to my words. Stand up, because I've been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling, and he told me, don't be afraid, Daniel. Don't be afraid. I love that as Daniel's capturing the thoughts and the, and the power of this moment, he doesn't leave any room for his own man's macho kind of thing. He's like, look, I lost all strength. I'm not even trying to lie. An angel shows up, I'm not like, hey, cool, an angel's here. He's like, I fainted. I just passed smooth out. And my knees were knocking. I couldn't speak. I lost my breath. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just here. Daniel writes about the power of this moment when God shows up to bring him clarity about the future. And then in this next verse, I want you to pay very special attention to this because this is perhaps the most important thing I can share with you today is this simple profound scripture. The angel says this, God has heard everything that you said ever since the first day, somebody say the first day, that you decided to humble yourself in front of God so that you could learn to understand things. I want to stop right there for a moment. I want you to see that fasting and prayer move and stir the heart of God because Daniel wasn't just fasting and praying to lose a little bit of weight. He wasn't just fasting and praying because he wanted some relationship to be mended. It says he was fasting and praying so that he could learn and understand what God was doing. Now, after the years that you've walked through with 2020, 2021, 2022, how many times have you caught yourself starting a sentence with the words, how or why? What in the world, I said world, are we doing? What does that mean? We're in, a, we're in confusing times. But God sends his angel to tell Daniel exactly what he wants him to know. He wants to do the same for you. And he says, ever since the first day that you decided to humble yourself, I've been sent to help you, to bring clarity, because you wanted to understand. Let's keep moving. The angel says, I have come in response to your prayer. I have come to explain to you what will happen. And when he said this to me, I bowed down with my face touching the ground and was silent. 
Then someone who looked like a human touched my lips. I opened my mouth and began to talk. And I said, sir, because of this vision, pain has overwhelmed me and I'm helpless. How can I even talk to you, sir? He says, I have no strength left and the wind has been knocked out of me. Again, the person that looked like a human touched me and I became stronger. Somebody say stronger. He said, don't be afraid. You are highly respected. Everything is all right. Be strong, be strong. And as he talked to me, I became stronger. And I said, sir, tell me what you came to say. You have strengthened me. Tell me what you came to say. You've given me the strength to be able to hear it, to be able to understand. I love how this angel appears in response to Daniel's prayer through the lens of humility. And I wanna show you a couple of keys. I'm gonna give you four things that Daniel does that helps him to be able to discover with clarity exactly what God is doing, why he's doing it, and when it's supposed to take place. The first thing that we see, we're gonna give you the first of four. Number one, I have to take my fears to the right place. Now, don't tell me you don't have fears. 2020 proof, we've all got fears. And they were all the same thing for maybe the first time in the history of the world, we're all afraid of the same thing. We don't know. It's unclear. What happens when your fears, when your anxieties, when your, when your concerns, when your worries overwhelm you? Where do you go with those things? Daniel shows us that he takes his fears to the right place and God begins to respond. I think many of us never receive more from the Lord because of fear. We're afraid of several things. It might be different from you than it is to me, but I remember there were times in my life where I was afraid of what God would tell me. Would he tell me I had to move? Would he tell me I'm not supposed to do this anymore? Would he tell me to let go of that? Would he tell me to change a job? What would God tell me to do? And would I really want to do that? Many of us will never experience more from the Lord, never discover clarity, never discover purpose because we're afraid. We're afraid that what God does will not agree with what we want. And let me just tell you, you're 100% right. <laughs> what God wants for you will not agree with what you want until you do it and trust him. And you'll find that the desires of your heart have changed. And what he wants, as the song just said that we sang, his ways are better. They're better. What God asks you to do will always be greater than what you give up for him. And if God is asking you to give this up, he's gonna replace it with something that's so much better You'll never regret it. There are times in my life where I doubted that until I was able to take that leap. What could God do if you took your fears to the right place? What could God do if you took your cares and concerns, your worries, back to fasting and prayer instead of just worrying about it? Notice Daniel says, sir, because of this vision, pain has overwhelmed me and I'm helpless. All the things that I'm experiencing and seeing, it's left me helpless. I can't figure it out. I don't have any strength. It's bothering me, but he takes those issues, that pain, that overwhelming sense of anxiety, he takes it back to the presence of the Lord. And in the process, he finds that God begins to speak to him. I found that the right response to worry is prayer and fasting. So when we find ourselves full of fear, we go to prayer and fasting. So instead of stepping back, we step closer to the Lord. And this is what I, I see as a, a big issue for a lot of believers. Fears and worries, cares and concerns cause us to step farther away 
from God's purpose and plan, farther away from his word and deeper into our worries, which is exactly what the enemy wants us to do. Do you see this? Is this am I just talking to myself today or can you see this? Daniel goes the other way. He gets closer to the Lord through prayer, through fasting, and God hears him and begins to reveal himself. The right response to worry is prayer and fasting. Philippians 4 says, worry about nothing, pray about everything. About everything. I'll say it this way. When my fears are in their proper place, they lose their power and I discover amazing strength. How many of you have been there? Have you been there? You've seen it. You know it to be true. Now, even though we've been there many, many times, we come to a place where we're afraid again and we forget. We know that his ways are better. We know that if we go and take our fears and our concerns and our worries and our anxieties to the cross, if we know that, if we, know that we give them to him, but we know that it's better, it's gonna work out, but we still don't do it. Out of one fear or the next, we start relying on our own strength. We make the same mistake that many people do by trying to take care of it ourselves. I need his strength. I need his wisdom. My, my ways are not his ways a lot of the times. My thoughts are not his thoughts. My solutions are not great unless they're his. Here's the second key that we see to discovering the more that God has for our life. First, it's to take your fears to the right place. Number two, I can't expect others to understand. I can't expect other people to see what God shows me. I can't expect for it to click with them and to handle things the way that they handle it. People aren't gonna understand. And I want you to notice this. He says, I, Daniel, was the only one who saw this vision, but there were other people that were there with him. It says, the men that with me, they didn't see the vision, yet they started to tremble violently. And then, instead of pressing into the Lord, it says they quickly hid themselves. So instead of going closer, they take a step back. I wonder how many times have we missed out on what God has in store for us because instead of pressing into him, we hide ourselves, afraid of what he's gonna say or what other people might say. I wonder how many people have kept you from experiencing what God has for you, how many people's opinions or what they might think, what they might say have kept you from experiencing the more of the Lord. That fear of people's opinions keeps us locked, keeps us paralyzed, keeps us from discovering what God has in store for the rest of us. I think God's ways are not dependent upon people. They're his ways. And a lot of times they're countercultural. They don't make sense. So I don't take my worries and fears and cares and concerns to the water cooler to gossip like everybody else does. I take them to the presence of the Lord. I don't take them to the internet and blog about them. I take them to the Lord. You don't take those issues and put them out there publicly. First of all, you take them privately to the presence of God and say, help me process this. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Does this make sense? I wonder how many things we lose because we're afraid of what people would say. Or we'd rather have people's wisdom than God's wisdom. I won't step on any more toes. That's as far as I'll go. We'll just, we'll leave it right there. I can't expect other people to understand. Here's number three. And this may be the most important one, but discovery begins where pride ends. Where pride ends. So we've talked about what you do with your fear that enables you to hear from the Lord. We've talked about what you do with your expectations and the fear of people's opinions that keeps you from discovering more from the Lord. Now let's talk about perhaps the biggest issue and that's pride. Pride. I love that Daniel's response to the voice of the Lord, 
was to put himself low, to humble himself. I want you to notice in that scripture, the angel speaks to him and says, God heard everything you said ever since the first day that you decided to humble yourself. Humble yourself. And let me make sure that you hear this. Humility is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's not a feeling. It's a choice that we make to humble ourselves. The original word in the Hebrew language for humble, when the angel, when the angel says you humbled yourself is the word all no. Somebody say all no. Oh no. You're going to find yourself in the week of fasting and prayer saying, oh no, to a lot of things that you really want. Oh no. Hey, you want some more of this? Mm. Oh no. But that's the word for humbling yourself. It literally means to make oneself low. To make oneself low. That humility stirs the heart of God to bring clarity to situations that you don't have clarity about. Humility. The Bible tells us in the book of James that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humility, humility. It's perhaps the one thing that is most missing from the American version of Christianity. Everything in that version is built on pride on what God can give me and what he owes me. But this version starts with humility. You still with me today? To make oneself low. And that really is what the, what the heart of fasting and prayer is all about. Let me just tell you, if you're fasting without prayer, you're on a diet. That's not the same thing. If you're fasting without humility, you're just torturing yourself. That's foolish. You get nothing from the Lord that way. Hum, humility is the key to receiving all that God has for you. Recognizing that there's something greater than you. Recognizing that there's a power that's greater than your power. There's a strength greater than your strength. There are thoughts that are higher than your thoughts, ways that are higher than your ways, and then submitting to them. Humility is about making myself low and recognizing the greatness of God. I want to encourage you to approach this week with some humility. And for those of you that have never fasted before, man, this is your week. If you've never gone to an extended time of prayer before, if you've never talked to the Lord on your own before, this is your week. We've designed it and set it up to help to introduce you the deeper things of the Spirit of God so that you can receive the things that you need. God wants to speak to you, but you will get out of this what you put into it. If you posture yourself to receive from the Lord, he will answer you. You have to believe that. I think we, we, we foolishly believe that God can only speak through a pastor. That's not true. That's not true at all. The Bible says that God rewards those who diligently seek him. When was the last time that you can say, I was diligently seeking him? I wanna encourage you to let that be this week. To place yourself in a, in a position of humility and asking the Lord, would you speak to me? Now, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're gonna be fasting, we're gonna be praying. We've got some online devotionals that are available to you. We would love to, for you to just click on those, maybe spend your lunch break doing some devotionals with us, getting into God's word, praying through some things. Um, and then on Wednesday, it's going to be fantastic. We've got some presbyters that are coming in that wanna help you hear from the Lord. We wanna give you a chance to see the prophetic in action and not in weirdness. And that's the problem with a lot of the, the great, powerful gifts that the Holy Spirit has given is that man gets their hands on them and screws them up. 
and makes them weird. And then, and this is the worst part, they use them to manipulate people. And that makes me cringe. That, that bothers me on a deep level. It makes me really angry. When you take the beautiful things of God's word and use them to manipulate people to do what you want them to do or to give you money, uh, man, that makes me angry. That makes me really, really angry. I think it moves the heart of God to a place that you don't want to be. <laughs> so we've taken great, great pains to make sure that those that speak to you prophetically have no idea who you are or just telling you what the Lord is telling them. That's ultimately what you want. You don't want a word from, from some guy and you don't want a word from me. You need direction from the Lord because that word's gonna be attacked. It's gonna have moments where you're like, oh, okay, God, this is hard for me to do. But if you know that it's God's word that spoke, that spoke it to you, God backs it up. It's his responsibility. And so we wanna make sure that as you, as you step into more of the Lord, that it's not people putting pressure on you or manipulating you to do something weird, but it was the Lord. Because at that point, when God begins to speak to you, you have two choices, obedience or disobedience. But that's on you. No one manipulated you. God spoke something to you, and I want you to be able to bank on it. God has a way of confirming his own word so that it reassures you, this was me, and this is for you. And he wants to speak to you this week. Once again, you'll get out of this what you put into it. Point number four, as we finish up with this, we see Daniel has taken his fears to the right place, is what we're gonna ask you to do this week. Number two, he's let off all the expectation of anyone else trying to understand. It's just me and you, me and you, Lord. Number three, he's humbled himself. And then what we see happen is that God's strength comes when his strength gives out. But this is important because fasting and prayer is all about bringing you to the end of your physical and mental strength so that you can receive the strength that you really need. I believe there are a lot of people in this room that are mentally and emotionally and even physically exhausted. Let me tell you, that's the perfect place for you to receive things from the Lord. That's not a depletion. That's called brokenness. And that's great, a great posture for you to receive from God. The circumstances could not be better. But once again, this is gonna be your choice. We wanna make it as easy as possible for you to jump into this with both feet and to receive things from God that you perhaps have never heard before in your life. It's good. It's good for you. These won't be things that I tell you. These will be things that the Lord tells you as you set your heart to seek him. Does it make sense? He gives me strength when mine gives out. Daniel says, I had no strength left in me. My face turned deathly pale and I was helpless. It shows us that the word of the Lord overpowered his physical and mental strength. And then it says, as he talked to me, I became stronger. And this is what's gonna happen to you. As God begins to speak, you're gonna get stronger. You're gonna get stronger. And there are things that you're gonna need to overcome that you don't have the strength to do. There are addictions that you say, I could never walk away from. That's because you're trying to do it in your own strength. You're trying to muscle it up, trying to tie up your bootstraps and pull yourself together and, and just willpower yourself to it. God's like, why don't you let me do that? Why don't you let me help you? And his strength is perfect. His strength will help you. I know this to be true because it helped me. There are so many things that I thought I could never break free from that on my own, and I was right. But when you come to the end of your strength, you're in prime position for God's strength to give you what you don't have. And look at this. It says, as he talked to me, I became stronger. He said, sir, 
Tell me what you have to say because you have strengthened me. That's what I believe you're gonna be saying by Wednesday night. Okay, Lord, you've strengthened me. I'm stronger in my faith now. I can hear from you. I've got direction from you. I know what to do. I know what the next step is and I'm gonna do it. I'm starting Thursday morning doing what you asked me to do because you've given me the strength to do it. When the physical submits to the spiritual, then real strength shows up. And that's what fasting is all about, bringing you to the end of your physical strength, bringing you to the end of your mental capacity so that you can receive things in the spirit that you can never receive any other time. As a pastor, my job is to equip you to do what God has called you to do. My job is not to do it for you, but to show you how to do it. So I'm gonna lead you to the presence of God. I'm gonna give you the keys to understanding it. And at this point, it's up to you to open the door. How do I do that? You fast. So many of you will ask me, well, what do you do, pastor? And I change this up every year. I, I approach fasting, but I, I just get bored. I have a little ADHD. And sometimes it's like, ah, I wanna do something different. So this year, what I'm doing, uh, if you'd like to join me, you're welcome to do it, um, but you don't have to. Um, some of you want to fast water only. Let me just tell you, if you're on medication, please don't do that. Uh, talk to your doctor before you bring yourself off of food completely. It's not safe for you. Um, let, let's be smart about this. Um, for others, um, you have a, a high energy job. There's some things that you can't walk away from, but let God lead you. But for me personally, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., I'm water and juice only. Water, juice only. Now, after 6 p.m., I will eat a light meal that's normally vegetables, um, maybe fruit, but something that's lighter, a salad, something like that. Um, but it's very, very simple food. Um, just like Daniel, you, you stay away from stuff like meats, sweets, carbonation. Um, you stay away from caffeine, nicotine, jelly beans, morphine. <laughs> you, pull, you pull yourself away from those things and you say, okay, God, I want you more than this. But you spend your breakfast hour, you spend your lunch hour um, praying, talking to him. I'll also add things like no social media which you think is really, really easy. It is not. Taking away things like Candy Crush and, and games that you play in spare times while you're waiting, that's difficult. Some of you don't remember what was the last time that you ever went to the bathroom without your cell phone. Like, this is boring. <laughs> what are we doing here? Let's spice things up a little bit. You're reading the shampoo bottle. Some of you, you remember back in the day, that's the way it was. I wish you online could see how many heads just did this. <laughs> Preach, Pastor. That's the best thing you said all day. Let me just tell you, um, it's important for you to take some steps. And when you decide and determine in your spirit that I want God more than I want these things, God begins to reward you. It's, it's really bothersome to me how many people ask me for a word of the Lord for them but aren't willing to put in the work for themselves. There's a reason why I can hear from the Lord because I've decided in my heart that his ways are better and I've aligned my life so that fasting and prayer is a part of my discipline. It's not something that we just say, oh, well, you know, fasting is just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not watch TV from 12 to four. Like, it's, it's more than that. But let God lead you. Take some steps. If you've never done it before, uh, just try, say, this week I'm gonna withdraw from caffeine and it won't kill me. It might kill people around me, but it won't kill me. I'm gonna take myself off of sugar, and I'm gonna spend the breakfast hour just praying instead of eating. Like, you, you can do that. It, it's simple, but you can do it. And spend the next three days devoting your time to talking to the Lord and asking him to speak back to you. During those moments, I wanna encourage you, if you've never heard God speak, if you're not sure, then write down what you think he's saying. You may not be convinced of it. Is this really the Lord? Is this my thoughts? Is this something rattling around in my mind? Is this a, a, a picture that I have? Write it down. 
Write down what you think he might be saying and keep a journal of it, keep a record of it. And you're gonna start seeing things like the word of God begins to reflect what you just wrote. And you're like, whoa, that's really strange. You're gonna start noticing things like people are gonna start talking about what you just wrote down without knowing. This is God saying, I'm speaking to you. You can hear me. You're not comfortable in it yet. It's not quite something where you can determine if it's your thoughts or his thoughts. But as you make yourself weaker and God's word gets stronger, you'll find that his thoughts are your thoughts. They change, they submit. And the things that you wanted begin to pale in comparison to what God wants for you. Does this make sense? As we're finishing up today, I wanna invite you to go ahead and uh, close your Bibles. And I wanna just leave you with with one thought. What could you accomplish this year if you operated in God's strength and not yours? And I, I, feel, I feel the Holy Spirit really pulling me back um, to the fact that many of us are still really exhausted. You may not admit it. You may say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can and I'm, I'm powering through. Uh, I think you're exhausted. Some of you, this, this past two years has been the worst of your life. And you're trying to put on a brave face and you're trying to do the best you can with what you got. I get it. But let me just tell you, there's a better way. There's his strength. There's his ways. There's his word. And when you get a word from him, when you receive the way, when you receive some strength to him, there is nothing that can stand in your way. Nothing. You need his help. So please, take a step of faith this year. Join in with the rest of your brothers and sisters. Let's fast. Let's pray. Let's discover all that God has for each of us and then be obedient to whatever he tells us to do. This is, the, um, this is perhaps the single greatest um, key to the health of our church is hearing from God and then being obedient with the rest of the year of what he told us to do. We showed you that on our legacy video, how, how the word of God directs our church. And there's a reason why we continue to experience so much favor and blessing and health when other churches are dying. It's not because we're special, it's because we've decided to humble ourselves before the Lord and listen and obey. And so I wanna teach you how to do the same thing. It's the greatest key that I can give you. Hear from God, obey what he tells you to do. It won't be me, it'll be him, and you'll know it. Would you bow your head and close your eyes as we finish up today? I wanna invite you to just have a moment where you connect with the Lord and prepare your hearts to receive from him. If you're watching this online, I wanna invite you to fast along with us. If you like what you heard today, if you feel like other people need to hear this, go ahead and click the share uh, button there and, and share this with your social media following and watch what God can do when you start sharing the things of God. I think it's powerful. That would mean a lot to us. For others of us in this place, with your head bowed and your eyes closed, I want you to take a moment and position your heart to receive from him. This is going to be a different week. This is not going to be an easy week. This is not gonna be a simple week. This is gonna be a week of humility and discovery. This is going to be a week of receiving things from the Lord that you need. I wanna encourage you to try. Lay aside your worries, your cares and concerns and just take a step. So if you determine in your heart, pastor, I'm going to take that challenge. I'm gonna be fasting with you this week. I wanna pray for you. Let me just see your hand all over this place. If that's you, you say, I'm fasting this week. I'm gonna take, take a step. I'm gonna try it. Good, 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 good. 
all over this place. As a matter of fact, if you have your hand raised and stand to your feet, I'm gonna pray over you. Go ahead and stand if you would. I believe there are some people in this place that need to hear from God. You need some direction. You may not even be in trouble. You may not say, I'm, I'm in a bad place. I just need to hear from God because I want to know what's next. I need some clarity about what I'm supposed to be doing. Good for you. There is nothing wrong with that. If you set your heart to receive from him, he will show up. You will not leave disappointed. I've never seen a person press into the Lord that came away disappointed. It doesn't happen. He's good, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So if that's you, I want to invite you to just open up your hands to the Lord as if someone were handing you a gift. I'm going to pray for you. Father, right now, I pray that you would begin to supernaturally empower every single person taking this next step of faith, that their devotion, God, would be rewarded with powerful and clear words from you. I pray that you would speak to them exactly where they are and you would speak words of direction that they would have no doubt are directly from you. I pray that you would speak to them through outside circumstances, through open doors. I pray that you would speak to them through inner uh, leanings and, and the yearnings of their heart. I pray that hearts and desires would begin to line up with your word and that you would speak words of health and encouragement, peace to every single storm and every single person that is seeking you. I pray that you would break the power of addictions, Lord, with this Discovery Week. I pray that pornography would no longer be an issue. I pray that smoking would no longer be an issue. I pray that alcoholism and drug intake, I pray that these would no longer be an issue because you would supernaturally deliver your people as they take a step of faith to receive all that you have in store for them. Father, I pray that you would give them words toward their marriage. Lord, I pray that marriages would be strengthened and put back together, Lord, as we set our hearts to focus on your wisdom and on your ways, Lord, not our selfish ways. I pray that the, that sexual addiction would be broken right now in Jesus' name and that we would find our security and our peace, our identity in you. I pray, Lord, that you would break every chain of the enemy, that you would move mountains, that you would destroy and remove curses, they would break off the works of the enemy and let your people walk in freedom, freedom today as they set their hearts and their minds and their affections upon you. Lord, you're a rewarder of those that are diligently seeking you. And we say, Lord, that we are diligently seeking you. Your word promises that when we repent of our wicked ways, when we turn our eyes towards you, when we fast and when we pray, Lord, your word promises that you will hear from heaven and that you would bring healing to our land. We ask for that promise to be ours today. We step out and claim that promise for our marriages, for our children, for our grandchildren, for our future. In Jesus' name, everyone said together, amen. I'm gonna ask our elders and their wives to go ahead and step forward as we prepare to end this service. I want to just let you know, we have some people here that would love to pray for you about anything that you may be experiencing. And my friend, one last appeal. If you're at a place where you used to walk with God, but you've gotten away from him, then this is your week. This is your time to come home. Many of us have gotten away from God because things have happened in a church that have hurt you. People said things and did things that were weird or abusive. Let me just tell you, this is your week to get back into a relationship 
with Jesus. You need Jesus. Let us help you do that. We want to introduce you to that which is pure and right and holy. I'm not here to introduce you to me. I'm here to introduce you to him. And he'll help you. He wants to restore you. He wants you in a place where you can receive from him and find healing. And it's good for you. Maybe you're in a place where you've never asked Christ to come into your heart. I want to help you do that. If that's you, I want to invite you to pray a prayer with me right now. The prayer goes like this. Would you just say, Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe that you came and died. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe that you did that so that I could have life and forgiveness for all of my sins. I invite you into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Will you forgive me and help me? Will you save me? I give my life to you right now in Jesus' name. My friend, if you pray that prayer with me, I would love to send you some things that will help you understand what just happened in your heart and what to do next. I don't want anything from you. I just want to help you. The easiest way to do that is by texting the words, I prayed to 844-HRC-TEXT. If you do that, we'll take it the rest of the way. For others of us, it's time for you to get baptized. You may have taken the step of faith where you've come back to the Lord, but you've never been baptized. That's gonna happen at the end of third service today. I wanna invite you to come back. If you've never seen people get baptized, if you've never seen people take that step of faith, that public declaration, you're gonna wanna see that. Come to our service at the, at the end of third service. Come across the street and watch people get baptized. It's amazing watching people take that step of faith. There's nothing that makes me more proud and to watch people getting closer to Jesus. It's a big deal. For the rest of you, would you stand? I'm gonna bless you as we go. Father, I pray that you would bless my friends as they take a step towards you this week. I pray that you would bless every step that they take, that you would cover them, watch over them, heal them, deliver them, and lead them. In Jesus' name, and everybody said together, amen. God bless you as you go. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our prayer is that you are encouraged and strengthened by the message. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review wherever you're listening. If you want to be a part of our online community, connect with us through Facebook or Instagram with the handle at HighRidgeLV, or you can check out our website at HighRidgeLV.com. Lastly, if this ministry has impacted your life and you'd like to support its work, visit HighRidgeLV.com give. We appreciate your support and we're believing with you today for God's best in your life. Have an incredible week and we will see you next time.